Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. We hope you're having an absolutely fabulous Wednesday. It's Ray Tucker in Central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer, and I believe we have Chris Turnage. I hope. All right, I'm trying to trying to find his intro. Uh, Damon and I can't find one. Can't find one. Okay. I, I think that's I him. think he's dialing in right now. I, so. I, I think that's who we got on line six here. Okay. Well, we'll just tell you that he is our NFL expert and guru, and. Uh, he answers a lot of questions. We got a lot of NFL questions. While we're waiting for him to come on, though, man, we had a lot of live fan feedback here. So, um, brought to you by the Hot Springs Gangster Museum and Hattery. Uh, if you want good, here's from uh, Jeff Thomas. If you want good recruits and a good team, fans like Snoring Mob need to stop with the nativity. Uh, then there's, let's see if I can pop this up a little bit. Uh, we lost the number one quarterback in the state to Auburn, the number one linebacker in the state, number one wide receiver in the state to Missouri. Yikes, that's for Marianne. Always positive, Larry Jacobs. Rick seems like Eli Drinkowitz has a finger on recruiting the right areas of Arkansas to find talent. Makes the Hogs look clueless. What's Eli's connection to Arkansas? We grew up in Alma. I'm sure he's still got some connections here. He also coached at Springville High School. Sad day in Hogland to drive around Little Rock and see giant billboards of Courtney Crutchfield in a Missouri uniform. Wow. How about that? Uh, Rodney Hess says, uh, how about 40 minutes of hell trying to get a rebound? <laughs> okay. All right. We've got plenty more, but we got Chris on the line. So, Chris, thanks for coming on Wednesday since uh, we got a short show on Thursday. Absolutely. How are you guys? Hey, Chris. Long time just, no see. Or talk doing... to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're exactly. doing fabulous. Okay, so last week it looked like the Cowboys might be going back to the Super Bowl. Are they out now? <laughs> I tell you, it is uh, sometimes as the world turns, it seems like week to week, uh, not only in the NFL but with the Cowboys. Um, you know, man, Buffalo obviously looked uh, looked really, really good. And yeah. Buffalo is one of those teams that if they get in as a seventh seed, I promise you, uh, that that's not an easy, easy out in the playoffs for an AFC team. So, uh, I do think the Cowboys are still fine. Uh, they're, they've got a chance to win their division. Uh, Philadelphia has a much easier schedule coming up than Dallas. Dallas has got, obviously, Miami this week. Uh, very tough. Philadelphia has got the New York Giants in two of their last three games. Uh, but Dallas does have a chance to win, and I think. Oh, no. Oh, please. Now, we haven't <laughs> had a problem with the phones all day. Um Maybe we should get Chris. Maybe we should let me, dial him let me, let me from one of our back. lines. Yep. Yeah, because um, you know I, I don't want to lose Chris too many times during the show. Here, he's too valuable to us. And again, we have not. He's the first one that we've had All this right, problem I'm gonna, with. I'm going to hang up line six. I don't know if we can call back on that or not. That's that's where he normally is. Okay. Uh, are, are you want to text me a number and I'll get Damon to call him? I don't have his number. He's, he's, he's calling. He's dialing in again. He's calling him right now. So okay. So let's hope this works. And uh, you know, I I was on a flight. I guess last year, and I I had an empty seat between us. And a guy was sitting on, on the aisle. I was in some window. It turned out I recognized his voice. I said, Chris Turnage. And so we we had a nice visit. What a, what a neat guy and very knowledgeable. Well, let's hope we have a nice visit for the next. Uh, 20, let's see, 18 minutes, uh, all the way to 528. Wouldn't that be good? Okay. So, Chris, you were talking about the Cowboys. Hopefully it doesn't do this uh, again like last week, guys, on and off. I don't know what happened here. But uh, I hope good. not either. But yeah, you not. know what, Chris, if it does, call our number at, at 501-661-1037 because 
All our calls that we've taken today, we haven't had one issue with. So if, if you, okay. if you hang right. up this okay, time, I'll call, call the main line if it happens. Yeah, call the main line yep. if that happens again. Okay, you're talking about the Cowboys but and, and the Eagles. Okay, so I didn't know that. The Eagles have three games left, and two of them are with the Giants. I, what kind of a – who schedules that? <laughs> I know. It, it's, uh, it's a crazy, uh, crazy thing. I, I mean, it's just a weird – Weird scheduling, so the Eagles have a much easier uh, schedule the rest of the way out for sure. You know, there was. But I mean, play. I'm talking about playing one team twice in three weeks. I mean, they got all season to schedule them, don't they? <laughs> I know it. I know it. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. There's a few. There's a few like that. A few little quirks where there's a couple of teams that play the same. You know, same team twice in the last three weeks or twice in the last four weeks. It's, it's weird. And there was a wow. piece in the Democrat Gazette today on the Eagles. Some someone in Philadelphia had written. Um, boy, the sky's falling in Philadelphia. According to them, it's all over. They're firing coaches and doing all this shuffling. And yeah, gosh, they're ten and four. I guess the sky. Wouldn't you love to have the sky fall and you're still ten and four? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you're in a place where you're complaining about ten and four, they tell you've been pretty good the last few years, or you just have Philadelphia fans who are going to throw snowballs at Santa Claus. Uh, you know, yeah. one of the two. But is there a possibility that they peak too early? You know, I think there is, but I think you just look at it. They're just not playing as good as what they have been previously. Jalen Hurts is not playing nearly as good. Um, the defense hasn't been generating the sacks, which is what they really, you know, build their defensive line for. Um, so I think it's just if you look at it as a whole, they're just not playing as good. That offensive line is still really, really good. Um, you know, the the brotherly shove is unstoppable. People. Okay, I'll bet he'll call in on the other line and we'll be fine. How's that? So. Hang that oh, one up. My. Isn't, that, isn't that weird? Because yes. again, all of our other calls have been just fine, and uh, and we're and we're very grateful for that. So, Gary Horn, whatever you've done to fix every other line, we wish you could fix that one too. But it's okay. And Chris, and, if uh, you're still listening, five one one six six one one zero three seven. Yeah, I, I'll bet he's called in. I'll bet that's him on the line. Now, here's here's what we're going to need to do. What are we going to need to do? We got another line ringing. If I pop Chris on, <laughs> then if I answer, I would have to hang him up to answer somebody else. Well, this is called uh, this is called figuring this out on the run. It's huh? Radio 101. We got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that means if somebody wants to call and ask Chris a question, we might. Well, anyway, Chris, are you, are you there? Is that you again? Fine this time. I avoided the hotline, so call the regular. Okay. All right. Well, let's hope this one works. Okay. So, uh, talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles. The Eagles have the Eagles have they collapsed or what do you think? No, I mean they're obviously they're in the playoffs as well. They haven't collapsed, but they're still a good team. I just again they haven't they're not playing as well as they have been. But I think they they could turn it on and they're about to you know get on. I think a little roll here, easily win the next three games. Uh, you know, based on that strength of schedule that they have. And so, uh, I, I definitely think they're still a great team. They still got a chance to win it all. Um, they've just hit a few little little speed bumps here. Okay, for the Buffalo Bills, has changing offensive coordinators made that big of a difference, or were they just underachieving and now they're playing like they ought to? No, I think that's a, a combination of both, Rick. Um, you know, if you look at the at pass, Dorsey, was, he didn't run the ball much. He kept uh, kept passing his pass-pass and to keep the ball out of Cook's hands. All of a sudden, you see... At least the new offensive coordinator is giving it to Cook, kind of feeding him, and you saw what happened against Dallas. So I think it's a combination of both to where they finally found a little bit more of their identity that, hey, we can run the ball. Then they are starting to play better um, as a combination. So I think that's, it's, it's kind of both parts there. Okay. Yeah, well, they are, they are good. I, I tell you, I know that Josh Allen struggled some early in the year, but my gosh, when he takes off, he, he's tough. He's tough, isn't he? He is no. That's he makes. He's a true weapon, you know, on the on the ground and in the air. He's so big. He's he's uh, tough to just take down with a little glancing blow and stuff like that. So yeah, he is he is a true weapon uh, on throwing and passing. Chris, as a, as a as an agent and all this nil and the portal, has that changed things much for you at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's very very interesting. Um, and number one, we have kids reach out and say, "Hey, can you help me with nil deals?" Um, all I want is, you know, 200000 in a car. And I'm like, well, you're a backup <laughs> linebacker. You're probably not going to get that. Wow. Um, wow. So it's been, uh, it's been very unique, that. But then also, 
guys that are coming out, they'll say, you know, hey, I was making 4000 a month in NIL. Are you going to do that while I'm training for the draft? And it's it's been a very unique uh, process because in the past, you didn't have any guys you know, demanding that kind of thing. And, you know, because the agents will pay for everything for the player from January till the draft. You know, the housing, the meals, the training, give them a stipend. And so now you've got players who are saying, well, I'm not taking a pay cut from what I was making NIL-wise. Oh you know, you guys got to come up and do this. And it's been, oh. uh, yeah, it's been pretty crazy, Ray, uh, with that. And then, you know, also I think more guys are now, it's just they, they want to, they always think the grass is greener and it's all about money. It's not about relationship because that's kind of what they're trained from college now. It's like, hey, it doesn't matter. Be loyal. Just try to go get the best deal. And I feel like that's, that's bleeding over into the agent process even more, you know, because of that. Wow. So so look at the instance of, like, K.J. Jefferson. I, I think all of us know close to what he got. He's leaving the University of Arkansas. Wasn't as good a year as they had hoped for. Wherever he goes... Can he expect to make as much or, uh, e- yeah, even equal to what he – or even close to what he made here? I think so. I mean, just because teams are going to say, hey, he is a proven quarterback. Quarterback is the hottest commodity, you know, and, and somebody's probably willing to say, hey, we'll give you we'll give you close to that uh, to come because we, we've got to have a quarterback type thing. We know what you can do. Last year was down. Um, you know, and, and I hear a lot of people – try to completely absolve KJ and say, oh, it's just the offensive line is that. No, I mean, KJ absolutely had, had, had some uh, fault, you know, in that, in that situation. Um, but offensive line certainly was down, but I think it was a collection of things, you know, that worked, uh, didn't work well together necessarily. But to answer, to answer your question, yeah, I think, I think somebody will get pretty close, right? Again, for a proven quarterback that's, that's there, I think you'll see, uh, see somebody pretty close to that. And you have said all along, you've been very honest with us that you know at this at this point you said before the season it, it would take something extraordinary for him to even be drafted. I would assume that's still the case that there's not pro people out there saying, "Hey, you should go to the NFL." Otherwise, that's what he'd do, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. I mean, I, I actually talked to a, a scout the other day, literally about him, just to kind of get some some updated feedback. And he actually felt like he regressed this year in terms of a pro prospect. Um, and his take was felt like he struggled reading through his transitions, reading through his progressions in the passing game. Um, and I, he said, I, thought, I felt like that was very obvious, which is not good from an NFL standpoint. Um, and so he, you know, he felt like he held onto the ball too long in a lot of instances. He said, certainly, offensive line uh, wasn't great. But at the same time, some of those sacks were on KJ because he held onto the ball too long, you know, not making a decision. So that was that was his assessment. And so I, I think. Uh, you know, Rick, you're exactly right. I think if if there was uh, some pretty good pro potential as far as drafting, he would he would go to the draft, not come back and play an additional year. I know your star pupil is Drake Greenlaw. Uh, you, you got any more of those uh, heading away somewhere? I'm sorry, was that right? Kind of cut out. I, I said I know Drake Greenlaw is your your top pupil. Uh, you got you got any more of those hidden out anywhere? Need to find a couple more. I'm always on the hunt for them. Uh, if you know of one, uh, send, it, send it my way for sure. Um, Dre's obviously uh, doing great, and uh, obviously we had that had a little issue uh, two weeks ago on the sideline uh, Eagles game, and so uh, working with the NFL on those kind of things with the fines. But no, I, I would, that's the type of linebacker that NFL wants now. Is you know gone are the days of the 260 pound middle linebacker that and rack up 100 tackles but not really move laterally. They want those guys. You remember Dre was a former safety yeah. who done a linebacker in college. Um, that's exactly kind of the, the prototype that they want is guys that have, have moved down or guys that can cover sideline to sideline. And so uh, that is that is for sure the profile. Well, after a brief slump, his team has certainly uh, surged back again, haven't they? Yeah, you know, you had that part at the beginning of the season. The 49ers looked invincible. Everybody like, just hand them the Super Bowl trophy and Lombardi, and then you had that three-game stretch where they looked uh, very, very beatable, and they had a three-game losing streak, and then come back, and they're back on fire again, and Brock Purdy, we talked a little bit about it last week, I know he got cut off some, but, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, uh, the last pick of the draft, and he's in the MVP race, legitimate MVP candidate right now, um, and the 49ers look really, really good, they've got all their weapons back with, with Debo, Kittle, 
you know Brandon Ayuk and then obviously Christian McCaffrey and so they they're all they're all back together and, and it's a very very potent offense and a very potent defense. So so how does that happen? I mean Purdy was was a good quarterback at Iowa State. I mean he, he wasn't all American, but he, and he ends up being the last guy drafted. Now he's a star in the NFL. You know that's a lot of that is the system. Kyle Shanahan sees value in him to say, hey, I think if we can do a few of these things, he could really take off. And I've heard Brock Purdy is. Uh, willing and, and very much uh, in the film study, and he'll go in extra to watch that. And so, I think a lot of it, yeah, is system and, and, and a coach can say, "Hey, I can take this guy and do these things with him, maybe that he wasn't asked to do in college, and you know, help him blossom." Kind of the same thing in Washington back several years ago. You know, they took RG three, I think it was third overall, and then the fourth round took Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins ended up being far superior in his career than RG three. Um, even though they just kind of draft him as a backup. So I do think you're going to see a lot more teams follow that follow that model of drafting two quarterbacks in a year if they need a quarterback um, to be able to have that insurance and because of the success of, you know, Kirk Cousins to Brock Birdie. So you straighten me out. You're a Washita guy, right? I am. How about Harding winning the national championship? I was cheering for Harding. I was, uh, I, I was definitely going for them. Uh, you know, thing there really and truly is the conference sometimes has got bad reputation nationally because generally historically uh, the teams that came out of the GAC haven't won in the playoffs Um, and so that affects the rankings of next year the way the voters think about the conference and so you know obviously Harding being in Arkansas school um, and then helping not only the conference you know for next year the perception of that conference but being Arkansas school so absolutely I was I was cheering for Harding glad they won you know that, um, that was pretty were, go ahead i'm sorry chris if they were playing washington the championship i probably would have had purple and gold on but i absolutely was cheering for uh for harding uh against the school of mines i'm gonna tell you what that that was just a rear end kicking right there um colorado, it was. It yeah, was. colorado it was. scored first harding went down and, and i mean they throttled them that, that flex bone offer uh offensive ken hatfield used to run i mean they ran it to perfection that sophomore quarterback out of harrison was Terrific, and those running backs, not big guys, and I mean, they, they, boom, they, they put it on you. Hey, did I see this right? Um, it, Harding had thrown 37 passes all year. Did I see <laughs> that? Do you know if that stat's right? Uh, it could be. They only threw two in the championship game. Exactly. But they were perfect. I, think I saw it was 37 or 34, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I've seen some, some, some fans talk about, oh, I, I wouldn't want to run that kind of offense, but it's like, well, if you run that, that kind offense. of offense, take a national championship, you know, yep. or, or not. Yep. And uh, uh, it's interesting to see some people still aren't happy if uh, just because they want to see the ball pass around, you know. So it's, it's always interesting to see that. Man, I, you know, if guys, if you run an offense where you're making 10, 12-yard runs, 15-yard runs, some are three or four, that's right. But isn't that just as exciting as throwing the ball two yards and then seeing if somebody can run with it? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly. I think what drives fans crazy is the quarterback comes to the line of scrimmage. And he pulls his little pad up here and he checks it out and he and he runs that clock down to, to about seven seconds before they ever snap the ball. The defense is over there licking their chops, coming. Come on, man, snap the ball, snap the ball, and they just take it to him. You know, and it's easy. I, I, we actually played I, when I was at CAC uh, in high school. We ran the triple option. Unfortunately, I was a receiver, so that wasn't as much fun <laughs> as, as a receiver triple option. Um, everybody always says, "Oh, it's so easy to stop," but going against it in practice, it, it really isn't. I mean, you make one false step, or you know, you see this, and all of a sudden the guy breaks through, or you know, he pitched, whatever it is. And so it is. It is very, very hard to hard to stop. Even though a lot of people I hear say it's very, it should be very easy because they're just doing the same plays over and over and over. Uh, but it is it is very very hard and very difficult, and I think that's what gives Harding an advantage in a situation. Wow, we lost him <laughs> off that line. Can you believe that? Okay, well let's hope we get him back. And while we're waiting, we've got lots of um, fan feedback. Yes, um, Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. So let's just see. Here's from Military Mike. like to say congrats to those young men who did select the Razorbacks. It's their day. I'm happy for them and the team. I have no doubt these men will come here and compete like we need them to. So there's uh, at least one person that's happy with the guys. Uh, preparations start immediately. You want to win, then start grinding, getting stronger and faster is what you do. 
then I guess that uh, Trey Biddy had mentioned that they did a good job with the transfer portal last year. Somebody didn't agree with that. Sam Ricks. Yeah, these guys we brought in did such a great job. Went from nine to seven to four wins. So, but as for some individual players, I think the portal they have done pretty well. Terry says, looks like fifty percent of the two thousand don't get picked up. How about that? Uh, there's a story on Sports Illustrated's website, Fan Nation College Athletics, uh, that uh, says the transfer portal is not exactly good for everybody. We do have several of questions for Bart when he gets here. Uh, here's one on basketball. said, Musselman's press conference scared me. He seemed very frustrated with a lot of things. He mentioned Duke and Purdue are the only games where Arkansas has looked good all year. Everybody keeps saying defense. Well, part of the it's what part of defense? Defense can be a lot of things. So again, we'll ask uh, we'll ask Bart about that in just a little bit. Uh, let's see. Chris Turnage related about here's what uh, Chris Turnage related about players asking too much may give insight as to why Arkansas may not pursue some recruits. So if Chris, if that's you back again, we're glad to have you. Let me ask you real quick before we lose you. How about Aaron Rodgers, he's going to practice with the Jets. What's the benefit of that? Well, we didn't get a chance to ask him. I was wondering, I don't know if you saw that, Ray, but uh, he's been hurt, obviously missed the season. And, Chris, hey, thanks for trying, and thanks. We did get Chris on for quite a while today, and we're really glad of that. I really hope the lines are going to work <laughs> when Nolan Richardson is on because it's uh, we've, we have never had a problem with Nolan's, so I hope that's going to, going to work really well. Here is a... Uh, Okay, I've got a question for Nolan here, and I think I've answered most of these questions, but we'll answer some more. We've got Bart Reed coming up, we've got some live fan feedback questions for him, and you, of course, can call, and we hope we can get you on when we return on Drive Time Sports. Listen to The Zone every Tuesday for Clint Kong. Brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, Farm Brothers Flying Service has been providing crop dusting services to the farmers in southeast Arkansas. And they can help you too. Call 870-263-1300. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer, and I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at RedRiverRam.com. Duck season is here. $50 off any Beretta A400 Extreme Plus 12 or 20 gauge shotgun. And a mail-in rebate for $150. Or get $50 off any Beretta A300 shotgun 12 or 20 gauge. And a mail-in rebate for $75. For Thompson's in Sherwood. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like diamond cross pendants starting at only $99. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Christmas is almost here and time is running out to get those last minute gifts. So 1037 The Buzz and Ava Bella Day Spa are here to help. The Zone will be there Tuesday and Morning Mayhem Wednesday talking to Didi about all the ways Ava Bella can help with those last minute gifts.
Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 30th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Dinner for two for 60 bucks. There ain't nothing cheap about this meal because you're going to get the Riverfront Salad Bar for two. That's the largest salad bar in North America. And then you're going to get that filet, 10 ounce. And I'm talking about prime cut uh, filet, 10 ounce plus four of the double F fried shrimp. Count the size of your hand. Then pick out two sides, whether it's tabachi fried rice with chicken, baked potato, onion rings, mashed potatoes, supreme, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, or wild mushrooms. All that, folks, two for $60. Make your reservation now, Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, Wyndham Hotel, 3719000. Tell them, tell them, tell Shapur I sent you. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. All right, we still have Rick Schaefer. Well, I'm yeah. gonna... Hi, Rick. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. okay. So, do we have Bart Reed? Yes, we do. Well, good. Do we have a, we have an intro for him? Don't we? Look, I'm just trying to get the phone lines to work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Bart, we may not play your That's intro fine. here for hey, a minute because we're having fine. all kinds of problems with the phones as usual. I got, I got it. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. I found oh, it. Okay, here we go. All right. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. I want my okay. I want my intro redone. Yeah. <laughs> Tough to compete. We need a that. drum roll with that. We need a band <laughs> in here, right. a pep band or something. Bart must be on one of our tie lines. We're glad to have you on that. No, and, he's in uh, studio. I'm in studio. Oh, well, no wonder. <laughs> I'm Wait, taking the risk out of the equation. I'm way here. to go, Bart. Good job. Okay. Well, I've got lots of um, Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback here for you. Okay. And so we can start with questions. Number one, Ben Hammond asks... Uh, oh, excuse me. Give Jim Murphy first. He says, we'd love to hear Bart's thoughts on why this team seems to struggle so much. Ooh. Mr. Tucker, I was just talking about it, right? But this team needs an identity, something terrible. And so with great basketball teams, it doesn't matter what – there's no right or wrong identity. But you have to know what you do well. And I think this team is searching for it. And you can even tell Coach Musselman's searching in a press conference to kind of – which way he wants to take this team. Does he want to pick the pressure up more? Is he a three-point shooting team? Is he more of a drive? This team has to find an identity. And I think what needs to happen now, we've played so many players, I would like to see Coach Musk kind of rein that into the top seven, eight, maybe go with nine, and then really give those guys a ton of minutes so we can build up some chemistry, I think, between that group of guys. Okay, well, that probably I'm gonna we'll come back to this one from uh, uh, Ben Hammond in just a minute because Eddie Whitman asked this one. Eric Musselman's press conference scared me. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for that. Maybe wasn't like the movie Halloween or anything. He seemed very frustrated with a lot of things. He mentioned Duke and Purdue as the only games that Arkansas looks good all year. And everyone keeps saying defense. Well, what part of defense? Defense can be a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what he was alluding to, that we were the most consistent in those two games. So you look at Duke and Purdue, we were consistent. We've played really, I would say, great in stretches and really good in stretches. We just haven't been able to put it together because we're having these four- to five-minute lapses where really defense breaks down, and we're not used to seeing defense break down. We're used to seeing offense break down in a lot of ways, or just a little bit of standing around. So I think defense is different for different teams. You look at Lipscomb that cut the lead. That was a three-point shooting team. They had six guys that could legitimately shoot the basketball at above 33 35%. It's different. Oklahoma, Coach Moser, they killed us on ball screens. We waited at the ball screens. These ball screens that happen at or below the three-point line, if you're not switching, you're putting your defense in a really bad spot. And I think this team is versatile enough to switch. So it's not just one thing, but really it's covering up the ball handler and it's making sure and getting out to shooters. Okay, you mentioned this a minute ago, but kind of about you'd like to see him play fewer players. Uh, this is what Ben asked. He said, uh, Give feedback on Coach Musa's substitute patterns. Are are they playing too many or not enough? And what does Bart think about Jalen Graham's playing more minutes? Well, you can tell with Minifield, anytime you're playing a guy that's missed 10 games and you're playing him, what did he play? 15 minutes, minutes, 18 minutes? Yeah. If you're playing a guy that many minutes, he's searching for something. He's looking for a spark. He's looking for a combination. So I think he would like to pull the lineup back. I just think he doesn't know, again, what that identity is and who he needs to go with. I'll say this about Jalen Graham. He's a really talented offensive player. I'm a little bit old school. I would really like to see him stop taunting and get back on the defensive end and grab a defensive rebound. Uh, So I like the baskets. He's really skilled, but he needs to hit the boards. If you're going to be 6'9 and play in the lineup, he needs to be very active on the defensive end, and I'm just not seeing that from him. I think it's better. It's improved, but it's not near as good as his offense. I think that's what... uh Eric Musselman's seeing. It's hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious to listen to him talk about Graham. He'll sc- he hit five out of six the other night, and the first thing he says, didn't get defensive rebounds. Yep. And, and, and I get that, but, you know, if you don't score, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. You're, you're not going to win. I agree. But, co- <laughs> yeah. but re- Coach Musselman's built on a plus-minus system, and this is where the NBA has taken us. So even if a player is really good on the offensive end, if he's given up baskets – or turning the ball over or allowing his man to score, he's looking at the overall plus-minus, and that's like a Bible to a lot of these guys. So I I 100% see what you're saying, but Coach Muss is a defensive guy first. I think this team is lacking, but he's still a defensive guy first. Okay, so if it's plus-minus and you score 12 and your man scores 8, isn't that plus 4? You're plus (laughs) 4. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I think most times he is on the plus side, but uh, maybe we don't. But he could be looking at it from a team dynamic, too. Like, what is the plus minus if that group on the court? Because sometimes it's not his man that's scoring. It could be he's not in the gap helping to recover on help or uh, being a rotating shot blocker off the ball. Okay. All right. Here's from, uh, again, this is the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Um, Bill is asking, don't want to look past Abilene Christian. Well, Arkansas's players won't, let's hope. But how about Bart's thoughts on UNC Wilmington and Auburn the next two games after Abilene Christian? So if you guys have a thought, let me describe it as this. Dangerous and more dangerous. Those two teams can play in very different styles. Um, I think UNC Wilmington is probably, I don't know if you guys agree, one of the most dangerous teams in the country, especially for what we classify as a mid-major, because they can shoot the basketball. And they can get hot, and they can get hot in a hurry. I had a chance to watch, because uh, Khalil Ware was playing for Indiana, so I watched the entire Indiana-Auburn game. Auburn really picked up their intensity level, picked up their defense, and really finished extremely well. So that's a physical, dangerous team. So the schedule doesn't get any easier. I mean, those are two really tough games coming up, especially Auburn, your first SEC game. Yeah, first SEC game, you're right. And they do play well in UNC Wilmington. I, I don't know what their overall record is. I just know they won at Kentucky. So and, they're 8-2, uh, and two, I believe, or 9-2. and 8-2, and two, so they're yeah. better off than Arkansas right yes. now. Yeah. Yep. Wow. 
Okay. All right, let's see here. Bart, we had this question about recruiting, and I think it's pretty apropos to all sports, not just football. He's asking it in relation to football, but he says, uh, this is uh, Jim. He says, Ray, Rick, will the transfer portal make high school and junior college recruiting obsolete? Uh, and he does say Sam Pippen needs to be camped out at Parkview right now, or Eli Drinkowitz will come do the same thing to the Hogs inside the state next year. Um, but anyway, this applies really to all sports, doesn't it? Will the transfer portal make high school and junior college recruiting obsolete? Yep. If it was going to make it obsolete, it would have done it two years ago, three years ago, when we had so many players in the transfer where COVID was giving all these just basically free passes to transfer so yeah. no it's going to continue to put a damper on it i don't know what you guys think but it's not going to kill it and make it obsolete if if it was that was the case it would already done it i think yeah, i agree it's like you look at football today arkansas signed 16 high school players yep uh if it was obsolete they would have signed any that's right and uh and even though there were 2,000 guys in the portal and maybe maybe half of them end up getting unsigned well they'd all get signed if you didn't sign high school recruits right that's right and coach Muss has stayed consistent to his pattern of signing two high school guys along with getting a lot of transfers the last two years so i don't see that changing as you uh suggest that uh musselman play fewer players and that that's always been his pattern what about those two high school players do you see uh, Layden blocker being one of them do you see Bayfall playing much? How do you I don't see, see Bayfall playing much because I think you, your interior guys like Mitchell are playing extremely well. I, I think Layden has played himself into minutes because he's so good defensively. and He it, needs more minutes. He needs more minutes. Agree. And because we're lacking in defense, his overall intensity – uh, Layden changes the game because he's just so intense and he's always, always active with his hands and feet. So I, I agree with Ray. I think he needs to play more minutes. You mentioned Minifield. How, how do you see him fitting in besides just Musselman looking for something and saying he, and he plays him 18 minutes? How do you see him fitting in with this team? Well, I was impressed for a guy that hadn't played basketball in a while. He's got, I mean, he, he obviously can score. He's He's great off the bounce and he can really jump. So um, I'd like to see a little bit more sample size to make that determination, but I was impressed for a guy that's coming in cold with no game experience with this crew because he did just fine. Do you think he's quicker than Arkansas's other guards? I think he's he's let's say this he's fresh right now. He's not gone through the the battle of this tough. I think, 10-game stretch where everybody's beat up and you're going into Christmas. So I don't think he's quicker, but I think it's close. But I think he's really fresh right now. Can you imagine that last year he played at 140 pounds? That's what worries me because he's so slight. 140 pounds? Last year. He, now he's up to 161. He's still slight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Can't play on an outdoor court. That's right. On a windy day. That's right. Yeah, I just, you just don't see very many guards, not in the SEC, that are that small. It's such a physical league in terms of guard play. So I guess we'll have to just see. Does that concern you? It does. SEC play. 100%. And that's why I think Layden, and I thought Layden would do really well, his physicality. He, going to prep school really helped him, but he's a what I would call a physical, physical guard on both ends. So it does concern me because traditionally we've seen the Layden blockers be successful more so than the really slight guards. They're a little bit smaller. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting as we go along. Well, I know we're about to face a break here, so I don't want to uh, ask too many questions when we come back. And the front line's ringing, so maybe we can get a phone call for you or two. That would be really good if we can get them in. And um, we'll ask you about Abilene Christian yep. also when we come back. But now it's time for a break. So we've got Bart Reed for another segment. And so if you've got a question for him, uh, we've run out of the live fan feedback questions. Looks like we've got some callers. Hope that they work when we return on Drive Time Sports. (laughs) 
1037 The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. So how many guns does a man need? Just one more, of course. And as always, Max Prairie Wings is the place to go for that one more gun. With $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, $75 rebates on Beretta A300 Ultima, $150 rebates on the Beretta A400, and the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Supermax 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland for just $849. It makes sense to check out all this and more online at MaxPW.com. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Robert Irwin Jewelers. They make custom designing your engagement ring risk-free and easy. Have it your way. If you can dream it, Robert Irwin Jewelers can make it. Now, Robert Irwin Jewelers can make your engagement ring from a picture or a drawing, making it possible for you to create a ring that is uniquely yours. I don't think of the malls and all the busy things that are associated often with the Christmas rush. But, uh, by the way, at Robert Irwin Jewelers, they have two locations. One is in the McCain Mall, and then the other is in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in West Little Rock, next to the Fresh Market. They've been in business since 1977. Go online at R ijewelers.com Hey guys, it's Dee Dee with Ava Bella Day Spa. It's Christmas time again. We have our Jingle Bell special, which is $100, and that's an entire facial treatment. We also have our wonderful Christmas time special. You get a stress reliever massage, a peppermint scalp massage, and a foot scrub, all for $125. Just go to avabelladayspa.com, click on instant gift certificates, and you can purchase it right there. Send it to your recipient or print it out. Happy holidays! Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Hey everybody, it's Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, now with two locations open in Little Rock, or online at rijewelers.com. Looking for a great place to work? How about going to doublebees.com and apply online? I mean, it is a great place to work. Each and every morning, start my day off right. I had the Double B's because I want the bean-to-cup coffee. And what that is, it is a selected roast that I can grind and then produce a hot and fresh cup of my Renoco coffee. I can also check out the Renoco cappuccino. And the great thing about Double B's, they've always got those monthly specials in a hurry. You can always pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps at all stores. 
Be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card, and you'll get ten cents off a gallon at the pump. It is at Double V's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double V's. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker, Bart Reed, and let's give it a go here. Here's Casey and Desart. Casey, thanks for calling. Uh, yes, sir. I was I was at the game the other night. And I was watching Minifield play with, and I just don't think he this year for our team. You don't think he what? You you dropped a second. I don't think he's going. I mean, he was small. He's, he's really small, and he just seemed like he's just not going to be the guy that Eric Musselman is saying he's going to be. He's not, he's not played. You got to give him a chance. Right. Right. Well, yeah, he's talking I about his physical. That, but, you're talking about his physical stature, though, right? Yeah, small he is. Well, yeah, but, I mean, he was – I saw him play straight up. Block needs to be out there 80% of the time, at least. And we need to – and Brazil needs to step up for sure because it was – they were struggling last week. It was it was pretty pretty bad defensive effort I saw last Saturday at Little Rock. And and I think the to your point, here's the tough thing about it. Coach Musselman's searching enough where again, most of the time if you have a guy that's missed that many games, he's not gonna come in right away and play that many minutes. That's how you know that he's kinda looking for something that he's not currently getting with the way the roster's made up. So I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think the guy's got game. I don't think he helps us in the particular areas where we need help. But Ray's right. We got to give him a chance because all these other players have had a real opportunity to show what they have. So give him a chance. But I agree. I think we need the physicality, and, and Layden needs to be on the court, and Trayvon needs to step up as well. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Casey. All right. So <clears throat> Minifield scored over ten points a game as a freshman. Yep. That's pretty darn good it's for good. a freshman. In a good league. He, he scored like two points Absolutely. the other night. Can he be a scorer, and is he strictly a scorer by driving to the basket, or does he have a shot? No, he's got a shot. And, I, and Listen, I think Rust played a main factor into that. I think he's a natural scorer, so I don't question his ability to score. Um, I could. Uh, this team he struggles at times of scoring efficiently, so it's got to come in the right way, especially with the way that the roster's made up, and they're kind of piecemealing certain things, and especially with them being as suspect as they are on the defensive end. And finally, uh, Coach Must mentioned it in his press conference. Rick, we've talked about it. He said it was a problem that Lipscomb took ten more shots than than the Arkansas Razorbacks, and I kept yeah. waiting for that to come up because historically we're seeing that night in and night out. And I know that we shoot a lot of free throws. But not in that game, only eight. That's right. So it's a so it's a volume game. It's a numbers game. So that's why I'm saying score efficiently. So I think he can do it, but I don't want to see a guard dribbling around and get deep in the shot clock and we're missing shots and trying to depend on, on rebound putbacks. We need to be able to get some easy baskets, some transition baskets, and be able to finish around the rim. Okay, well, here's let's give it another shot. Here's Kyle in North Little Rock. Hi, Kyle. You're on with Bart. Hey, guys. How you guys hey, doing? Kyle. Great. Uh, I've got a question about the kid from, uh, was it Washington, the transfer that played in North Little Rock the other night? Yeah, many feel what we've been talking about. Yeah, what's your question? Okay. Um, is he going to be a starter, or what, what's the status on him? I think he's got a long way to be a starter. He is, So basically, it's his first game, and he got some minutes. And we, I was kind of impressed that he played that. But he, he looked pretty fluid on the court. He did some great things. I don't see him as being a starter. You guys might disagree. I think he's got a long – let's say this. He's got a long way to go to prove that he's a starter. Um, and f- mainly from the defensive end because our guards are so good defensively at times. Well, not in scramble situations. So I don't think he's a starter. I think he's fighting for probably – a. Eighth or ninth rotation. What do you got? And an NIL comment. Uh, you know, we've got Tyson, Walmart, JB Hunt. Um, that's a lot of money up there. What, what's going on with that deal? 
Tyson, Walmart, and J.B. Hunt did not become those kind of companies by giving money away. Uh, they're uh, obviously um, Brian Hunt, who's the son of J.B. and uh, and Mrs. Hunt. He um, he has he started the collective at the University of Arkansas, so he is involved. There may be some Walmart people that are involved, but let's face it. <clears throat> These student athletes, athletes in the NIL, they are not benefiting businesses. That's right. Uh, and so, if they're if Walmart and JB Hunt don't just give money away, that's right. they, that something's got to benefit their business. So they're 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 not involved too much in this. That's right. Well, you, what other what other schools are giving money away to Georgia and Alabama? They are well. What other schools? It's probably boosters that are doing that, just as. This new edge NIL thing for Arkansas is basically boosters. It's not, and you know when you think about how Arkansas's program was built uh, under Frank Broyles, it was all about people. A lot of people giving some, not a few people giving a lot, and that's what they're relying on with this uh, new edge NIL deal. And that money's not tax deductible. That's right. Well, it is now with the with the they with the gift to the to the edge. Yes, okay. and I, right. I haven't figured out how, but it is. Okay. Yes. And another thing with the NIL, it's, it, when you're just giving money away, there's no loyalty to the – and there's very little loyalty right now. But if you're – they're going to go to the highest bidder. Someone could be an All-American at Michigan. If somebody's going to pay them more money and they're just in it for the money, they're going to leave. And so there's always someone that's going to pay somebody more. So I don't know necessarily if just open up the checkbook and paying people that have no inclination or no tie to the program. or They're not seeing the overall vision – for long-term wealth by trying to get drafted. And then I don't know if it's a good choice just to open up and give them a bunch of money because they're a good athlete. Well, it hadn't worked for A&M. Sure hasn't. <laughs> well, you look at you look at the receiver for Ohio State, Marvin Harris Jr., yep. $25 million yep. to, to stay what? another year. That's insane. Why would you get drafted? Why would you take a risk? <laughs> what, to what, 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 Some, what? Somebody's going to give him $25 million to stay there? No. One to $25 million. Dollars, He's yes, really good. what I saw. I don't believe that. Who are we talking yeah, for about? One more Martin year Anderson. for one more year to play at Ohio State. Twenty five million? That is that's absurd. Twenty no, twenty five million dollars. Yep. Well, I, I don't I know where that's coming from, but I gotta tell you, Kyle, I don't believe it. I don't believe that. Well, I, I didn't either. Rick, yeah. I didn't either, but it, it yeah. it's unreal to pay a kid that much money. It's but, not a uh, sustainable, you know, sustainable model. model. His, his quarterback left him. Yeah, I'll bet they don't. Okay, all right, Kyle, let's, I'm going to try and get another call for Bart. Thank you for calling. Jim, you just got a few seconds. Got a question for Bart. $25 million, first of all, it's fake news. Second it off, Devo Davis, here's my question. One of my favorite Razorbacks, he grinds, you know, year in and year out. Yep. This year, you know, I don't know if it's been from the two elite, uh, elite eight runs, the Sweet 16, the season's a long season. I just don't feel like he, you know, he's coming back to where he left off last year. Threes, I felt, was a little bit better. Felt his intensity on D was a little bit more there. Yep. Can you tell me possibly what's going on with him? I don't know if it's, you know, the three seasons he's been here, he's having a problem getting Great. it going again. But if you could answer that for me. Great point. Oh. He's making right. some he's making Thanks, some Jim. loose mistakes that he has not made. But traditionally, we have seen the Devo Davis that we love is at the end of the season and the postseason. Certainly SEC tournament, not at the start. But I think he's not as focused. And that goes to the overall, I think, theme of this team. They're just loose possessions, loose turnovers, not tightening up on defense. Thanks, Bart. Thanks for coming into the studio, Thanks, making sure it worked. Thank you, Ray Tucker. <laughs> we'll be back with Nolan Richardson after this. And I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up, the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have to buyers. We've got 24 model Ram 